Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. You're listening to The Hammer and Nigel Show. You know, the term GOAT gets thrown around a lot. Greatest of all time, G-O-A-T. But when it comes to the Second Amendment and knowing the law, Guy Relford truly is the GOAT. And we've got him here for a little game we call Ask the Gun Guy. So get your two-way questions ready. We'll get as many as we can in before we have to hit a break. Let's start with uh, Gary. Gary, welcome to the Hammer and Nigel show. We got Guy Relford here. Go ahead. Hey, thank you. Hey, listen, I'm a Vietnam vet. When I come home from Vietnam, I got a little bit of problem with some drugs. Got a felony, uh, which they also brought their own to make sure I got a felony. But it's been 54 years ago. Does that stay with me forever, or can I get an attorney to erase that? Or yeah, no, Gary, it's a great question. And unfortunately, yeah, once you have that conviction, it doesn't, it, it never just quote unquote falls off. I have people call me and go, um, now, didn't that fall off after some period of time? Nope. Once it, once it's a criminal conviction, it stays on your criminal history. Good news is, and your second question, is, um, the answer is, yeah, an attorney can absolutely expunge that off your record. It's been that long. If you've had a clean criminal history for the last eight years, um, you, you can expunge that off your record. I do those all the time. I love doing them, and I especially love doing them for our veterans. So, uh, you know, contact me through RelfordLaw.com, and we'll clean that sucker right up for you. Awesome. Doesn't have to be done in the county I got caught in. It was Hendricks County. I didn't know if that made a difference or not. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I can. Uh, what, what, what county was your conviction in? Uh, Hendricks. Yeah, no, absolutely. I do them all over the state, and I've done a bunch in Hendricks, so I'm happy to do that, and uh, we'll we'll get your rights restored. And uh, you, awesome. get, yeah, contact me. I'm not going to be in tomorrow, obviously, but give me give me give me a call or, or an email on Monday or on Wednesday rather, and we'll uh, we'll hook you up. I sure will. Happy Fourth Day, all of you. You all too, right, brother. You Thank too, you, Gary. John, you are next up. John, welcome to the Hammer and Nigel Show. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, I got a question about, you know, the new laws. You got the right to carry a law in here in Indiana, and then you got other states. You got the same thing. Like if I'm leaving here and going to Ohio, me not being a resident in Ohio, do I still have them same rights? Well, yeah, I mean, let me tell you how that works. And what people are, uh, or excuse me, what the caller is referring to for people who don't know, our constitutional carry law says you can carry without necessarily having to have a license to carry a handgun. You can carry a handgun in Indiana. Um, there are now uh, 26 states um, that have constitutional carry. And now that South Dakota is changing its law on this, every one of those, they, they extend that to non-citizens. That is non-residents of that particular state. So um, those, and, and, and if there's an article to tell you exactly how this works, you go to um, my organization's website. I have an organization called The Two-Way Project. You go to thetwoaproject.com and scroll down. There's an article that says how reciprocity works under constitutional carry. And it'll tell you exactly the states are where you can carry. In some, you have, you have to be 21 and up. Some, it's limited to open or limited to concealed but it, so it varies and I, I lay all that out only need to upgrade 
great. I, I need to update that article in just one respect, though, which is Florida has since passed constitutional carry, and that just went into effect two days ago. So um, keep in mind, and South Dakota has changed its law effective August 1st. Now they recognize it for non-residents. But with those two changes, go to thetwowayproject.com, scroll down to how reciprocity works, which basically means where can I travel legally with my handgun, and that'll spell it out for you, uh, scoop to nuts. Thank you, John. Okay, thank Let's you. go to E Buzz. Is that right, Allison? E Buzz. Oh, e Buzz. E Buzz calls my call. My, show. He calls my show all the time. <laughs> hey, hey, E Buzz. You know, by the way, you know, you know what the E stands for? What? Eternal. Oh, there you go. And my brother, yeah, absolutely. That, did you also tell Elvis that guy? <laughs> <laughs> so E, e Buzz, what you got, man? Happy glorious Independence Day, folks. And to you, brother. Okay, my question is, now that you have went to that uh, seminar, did it give yeah. you any kind of ideas for certain things that you can use in the laws for the state? And second thing, my stars are on me as of the 1st of July. Okay, there you go. Okay, because now those those throwing stars are now legal. Oh, I think that's what yeah, he's talking well, about. Yeah, that's you know I did a bit of a legislative update on my show two days ago, um, and uh, yeah, thro- Chinese throwing stars, quote unquote, are now legal in Indiana. It's about time. And, and, it's know, about time. Yeah, and and the fact that they were ever <laughs> illegal is just a source of unlimited humor to me. Um, but no, to answer uh, uh, E Buzz's question. You know, everything's in place as far as schools go. And what the real point of this presentation that I listened to, again, by a 14-year cop after a full military career retiring as a lieutenant, lieutenant colonel who studied school shootings for 15 years, um, everything's in place in Indiana right now. In fact, better than most states, any school board in the state has the legal capacity to authorize anybody they want to, including uh, teachers and staff, to possess a firearm on school property. School boards can do that today under our existing law. And now, with the new bill that passed now effective also July 1, that um, there's a standardized curriculum for training teachers um, with handguns that includes great things like active shooter response and field medical um, and weapon retention. It's just a great curriculum. This is Jim Lucas's bill. It's now the law of the state of Indiana. And that only not, not only provides a curriculum, but also funding for uh, schools, if they choose to go down this road and authorize teachers or staff to carry guns, to train them. And, and they'll be as well or better trained than any police officer in the state. Um, who comes out of the academy to carry a gun on school property. That's in place today. We don't need to change a thing. All we need is the will to do it, and that's at the school board level, and that's what needs to happen. Well, there's a lot of problems at the school board level. Lots of problems. Uh, Let's talk to Jeff. Jeff, welcome to the Hammer and Nigel Show. Hey, thanks for taking my call. My question is, I carry, but I usually open carry, and I don't see very many people do that. Um, what's the reason for that, and what what are your thoughts when you see somebody with open carry? Well, my my thought is always, God bless you. I mean, I, I don't personally open carry very often at all unless I'm on my way to the range or on my way to teach a class. Um, that's just because I choose to be concealed. Um, if, if I run into a situation, uh, I want to be the one who decides when – that potential adversary knows that I'm armed and when they don't. Um, And I have that control when I carry concealed. Having said that, 
that's my personal option, and that's my personal choice in Indiana because you're legal either way, either under constitutional carry or with a license to carry handgun even before we passed it. So I say God bless you uh, to anybody I see open carrying. They're, they're basically telling the world, hey, I'm exercising my Second Amendment rights, and I'm doing so confidently and openly, and I have no criticism of that, even though I personally always carry concealed uh, probably 98% of the time. David, you are next up. we got Guy Relford here. Go ahead. Well, it follows along with uh, Jim's question. Since we have open carry, what is considered brandishing a firearm? Well, interestingly enough, we don't have a crime called brandishing in Indiana. That exists in some states. In some states, um, we uh, they have a law that says, like, if you if you reveal your possession of a firearm in an aggressive or intimidating way, something like that, that's a crime called brandishing. We don't have a crime called brandishing in Indiana. Um, We have intimidation with a deadly weapon, which basically means you have to communicate a threat in some way and use a gun to do so. We have criminal recklessness with a deadly weapon, which means if you do something specifically unsafe with a gun that endangers another person, that's a crime. And we have pointing a firearm, which is just exactly what it sounds like. I pull my gun out and point it at someone, and I'm not legally justified in using force against them, including deadly force, then that's a crime and it's a felony if the gun's loaded. But we don't have a crime called brandishing. So whenever anybody says, oh, that guy's open carrying, he must be brandishing, you get to say, in Indiana anyway, well, that's that's interesting. Perhaps so, but if so, so what? And the last one we'll take right now is Dave. Dave, welcome to the Hammer and Nigel show. Yeah, I love your show, Guy. I listened to all of them, have for years. Hey, Thank you, brother. I, I have a uh, bulletproof vest from the job that I was on. A- am I legally obligated to do anything can i wear it and i'm sorry what is it you got a bulletproof vest oh yeah 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 in indiana um uh, body armor or quote-unquote bulletproof vests are totally legal i have a plate carrier and a couple different for you know i have lightweight and heavier plates i can put in it totally completely legal the only law on that in indiana is that it's an additional crime if you commit a crime while wearing body armor so, you know, if you go rob a bank and you're wearing body armor, they can tack on a charge because you got the body armor. Uh, but just wearing the body armor uh, is totally legal. In fact, there's a, some workout routines, one called the MRF, after uh, one of the people involved, if you saw The Lone Survivor, um, the movie, one of the people involved in that military operation, um, where there's a there's some, uh, some athletic training, some fitness training you can do with an armored vest on because that weight really adds a lot to your, your workout. And I've been known to do that, which gets a little attention from the neighbors from time to time um, but totally legal because body armor is legal just don't commit a crime while you're wearing body armor thank you so much for all of your calls